This episode was recorded just a few hours after news broke of the helicopter crash that took the life of Kobe Bryant. We address it and discuss it on the show before it was discovered that his daughter was also on the helicopter. We here at Free Your Geek send our heartfelt condolences to Kobe's family and friends. This is a horrific tragedy, and it's a stark reminder that life is a gift. Don't count each day. Make each day count. On today's show, KB is back, and he is discussing all of the trailers that have dropped since he's been gone. Yes, from the spooky and horrific feel of the New Mutants and Morbius trailers to the action-packed Black Widow trailer, all the way to the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn in the new Birds of Prey trailer. Then, KB reveals that he's a born-again wrestling fan and will give his predictions for the WWE 2020 Royal Rumble pay-per-view event. So join us, will you, as we discuss all of these superhero trailer rumblings on Free Your Geek. By the power of Grayskull, I am Autobots, roll out. Winter is coming. Star Finish him. Fatality. And welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast. I am your host, Jay Free, and back from his holiday break, the one, the only, KB. Holiday break. Well, I'm saying we, we haven't really done a show since before the yeah, Christmas it's, break. It's so true. I, I just figured you, you took a took a holiday break. Oh that's, yeah. That's how I, I write it off. Um, we, yeah, we haven't done a show together. Yeah. You've I've, been freelancing. Yeah, I just I get to the point where it's like my buddy Saul wanted to do a show. I've been going back and forth with my friend Brittany. I needed her to get on the show. We had plans for before Christmas and when we had we had to like way into the middle of January. Damn holidays mess everything. And then up. and then yeah, I wanted to do a crisis show. I know you weren't caught up with it yet and the CW stuff. So I wanted to kind of get into that and uh talk about that because it was a it was a great blockbuster event. We kind of just before recording this, we just took a look mm-hmm. at um some of the cameos there cuz I want to kind of catch you up on it and show you Kevin yeah. Conroy as Bruce Wayne and Ezra Miller showing up as the the Flash. But with KB back, we're going to be talking about a couple different things. We're going to very briefly talk about some of the trailers that came out over the holiday break, as we're calling it. Um, and then we're going to talk, as we're recording this, it is Sunday. Uh, what is Let's it? get ready to rumble! Yep, but that's not Michael Buffer, because he would get paid a lot more money for doing that. No, it is, we're recording this right before the 2020 WWE Royal Rumble pay-per-view. So KB's been kind of... Uh, into wrestling now. Yeah, KB's into wrestling. He ended up getting the network, so plug uh, the WWE network for nine ninety nine a month. Oh, he missed 15 years. And he's all, <laughs> he's catching back up in his free time. So he's going to talk a little bit about that, too. We'll just, we'll just kind of get some ideas and do like a quick preview. But 
Speaking of previews, the trailers that dropped. Um, which one do you want to start with first? Do you want to start on the Marvel side? Yeah. Or the DC yeah, side? Let's start with the Marvel stuff. Okay, so which one do you want to... We just watched the New Mutants. Yep. Uh, what let's do you start think? with that one. Yeah, I mean, that's the one the freshest in our minds. Love the horror vibe. Yeah, it's, it's definitely... Uh, I think they said April third is it's yeah, coming it's quick, out now. Quick or April seventh, something yes, like that. Something along right those around lines. the corner. But it kept get putting get pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. So now it's finally being released. Pushbacks worry me though. Because well, it was supposed to. They were doing like reshoots or something else. Reshoots, but that's what I'm saying. Like those things worry me. I think it was supposed to come out right around the same time or a little bit after uh, Dark Phoenix. Okay. So I think it got pushed back like a year, and then with with the whole acquisition with Disney, they didn't know what was going to happen with it. So yeah, who was so, doing what? And- but it looks like it's finally going to see the light of day. The horror vibe is going to be it's different. And, and I, it's funny because my, my wife doesn't do horror movies, but she does the comic book movies. And right. like seeing some of that trailer, looks like it can be pretty intense and pretty scary at times. Yeah. As For a, somebody who doesn't want to see that stuff. Right. So, and I you think know? depending on what it might be, it says this film is not yet rated. I'm assuming they're going for a PG-13 so they can try to get, you know, the kids in there too. So yeah. I don't think horror element wise, it might be kind of um, scary in the... Um, anxiety sense, but not really like the gore or bloody. It it may also uh, capture a lot of you know mental health is a big big thing these days. You know, with the youth, right? Um, with myself, with some other um, people that we know, uh, so it may tap into some of that very well where people can relate. So, it'd be, be interesting to see you know how far they they go into some of the the mental health part right. of it. And and that's the thing though the whole thing looks like it's taking yep. place in an some asylum. Kind of asylum, yeah, some kind of older old asylum. It doesn't I mean, secret government or something. It doesn't look like a real right. asylum. But uh, uh, <laughs> seeing magic on the screen, magic was cool. Um, Maisie Williams, yep. Arya Stark as um, Rain. Yep, uh, Wolvesbane is going to be really really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunspot. Danny Moonstar, Danny, I believe. Danny Moonstar. Yep. They said Sam, but I don't know if that's Cannonball. I don't know. Might be. I, I gotta. I to be honest with you, it's this is this movie has kind of flown under the radar because it was so delayed. Yeah, I haven't really been paying the attention um, to it. But one of the other trailers that I've been paying attention to that kind of raised some eyebrows is the Morbius trailer. Yes, um, mostly because it looks like it's tying in to our version, our Tom Holland version of Spider Man. Uh, because we did see both a picture of Spider Man in the trailer on graffitied on the wall. And we saw um, Michael Keaton as Adrian Toomes from Spider-Man Homecoming, who played the Vulture. So it looks like it's connecting that universe. And we're talking about the SCU and the MCU. Right. The SCU, uh, the Sony Cinematic Universe versus the MCU. But again, what we were watching is the trailer. And you talked earlier about the acquisition. Sony still has the rights to all the those all are Sony Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies. It's just Marvel has its influence on there, and it's tying the Marvel cinema, cinematic universe to that Sony property, which is helping you know the uh, the not just the, they're helping the, each other out, right? Really. It's, it's helping the box office for that movie because it is being tied to this larger picture. So if Marvel's kind of getting their hands in this and and putting a little spin on it too maybe uh they must get some input like sony must get some input from marvel on this kind of oh thing. i agree but i think that's that was their deal with with using spider-man for some yeah. of their larger pictures for the mcu that marvel would help with the sony pictures the standalone yeah. movies so i think um and then disney will own it all well that's that's kb's uh, conspiracy <laughs> theory that disney's gonna soon run the world they already kind of do the mouse the, <laughs> mouse, the is, mouse is gonna run the world um we're an entertainment driven society man yeah, and I think he started. I think he the first drawing of Mickey Mouse was like in a garage somewhere yeah. or something. It's like imagine like 
we talk about like, uh, you know, putting your effort into things and, you know, all you got to do is work hard. Like sometimes you just need doors to open for you, but if you keep working, yeah. not that I want to get on a Opportunity soap. meets luck. Yeah, I don't want to get, yeah. yeah, that's exactly not, right. Let's, let's I, I'm gonna get off go that, too far off. Yeah, I'm going to get off that soapbox right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think Morbius actually looks very, very good. Jared Leto, mm-hmm. um, I think this is a great type of character for him to play. Um, I wasn't as adverse to his version of the Joker in Suicide Squad. I don't think a lot of people took too well to it. I know. I I was kind of indifferent. I mean, I thought it was a different version of it. Like, yep. The Heath Ledger was one. We version. understood where some right. people did. People people just know the Heath Ledger version, or they don't. They don't have the comic book, or they only have one version, whatever that version right. is. And they don't know the history that the Joker, you know, there's different characterizations of the Joker, characterizations rather of the Joker throughout history. So, or throughout the it's his his history in comic books. So he does have that gangster vibe. He does have that crazy and ins- insane one. He does have the really corny side of even it. Even the even the hero side, White Knight. Right. Right. So every everything you can possibly think of is different versions of him. Right. And again, we we talked a little earlier offline before when we were talking about Crisis, the idea of the multiverse. Hey, that's cool. It's just a different iteration. It's not set in the same universe. So it's not like this Joker is the same Joker as the Heath Ledger version. So and we're getting a little off track here, but to bring it back in, Jared Leto, I think this is kind of this kind of character. uh, Morbius is going to be right down his alley. I think uh, so. Again, if they can tie it into the Venom and into the MCU, the the Venom Sony uh, movie, and they can bring all of that together, I yeah. think that would be amazing. I'm just I'm just you know curious to see you know who's your who is your protagonist who is your you know who what 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 is what is the story arc of the more of Morbius like it do, it doesn't seem as clear as some other movies. Right, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be kind of a misunderstood like type thing where almost like a typical vampire like with the almost like good vampire, like the yeah. fact that I need to feed off people. I need to, to, you know, feed off these in, individuals. But if that's the case, I'm going to go after evil people. If I have to feed, if I have to hurt somebody, it's going to be people who quote unquote deserve it rather than innocence, which was kind of what venom was. Right. And kind of opens the door for blade. Right. So that's, and, and maybe they'll tie that. Maybe, thing. maybe we'll see Jared Leto, uh, kind of integrate with the Marvel and that's that'll be the start of the Blade movie. Maybe he'll make an appearance in the Blade movie. Who do you think should play Blade? Oh they well they already announced who, who, it. It's, I, um, I mean, who was it? Blade is uh I can't think of the, the actor's name but he played Cottonmouth in um Oh oh Luke yeah Cage. yeah yeah yep yep I so, saw that. Yeah. yeah he's a great actor. I can yeah. I can't, can't remember his name either. It escapes me right now but um yeah I'm I'm very curious maybe they could have some overlap there and then you could do a uh, Sinister 6. You could do a Venom Spider-Man kind of antagonistic uh, relationship between the two of them. I think yeah. it'd be kind of cool. Um, I'm not a big... For me, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more of a purist where I think that it should have been the symbiote being part of Peter Parker mm-hmm. and then it, it, you know he has to separate himself from it. But the way that they went about doing the Venom movie, if they can work it in, I'd be okay with it. I wouldn't be like... I think the Venom movie was really... Critics just killed that and it was not as bad as critics said it was. That was just my opinion. I, I thought it was actually really good seen it a couple times and did well, you think, see it uh i have not seen it i've only seen the trailer it's, it's also on the docket i have so many movies yeah. i need to catch up on but i just think it's funny you have tom hardy who plays eddie brock yep who uh also played bane 
and in the uh, Dark Knight Rises, and then you have Jared Leto who played the Joker in Suicide Squad. Who's so all these characters are you know they they both have a, a almost like some of these actors have both a DC and an MCU yeah. counterpart, which Sim- I think is similar cool. roles, but yeah. just different takes. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Um, and then speaking of the MCU, the other big trailer, uh, Black Widow. That looks fantastic. I'm, it's it's set between after Civil War. Yep. Um, so it's it's right after that, right after. So she, it's not going too far back because that's what we assumed before it was going to be right. super we, we prequel. Thought was, we thought it was going to be set like in the eighties yeah. or something, but now it's going to be like after she s- decides to uh, take you know let Cap and Bucky escape from the airport in that downtime. What what was what happening? happens with her? Yeah. And oh, Taskmaster looks amazing. I agree, and I think I think between that introducing that character, hopefully they don't go the Marvel route. And it's been my only real complaint with a lot of these Marvel movies is they kill off all the villains all yeah. the time. So if you want to do a sequel, like Loki was the only one in my, if, to my knowledge, that kept showing up. Yeah, and, ha- and had like would fake his death or he wouldn't really die. You thought he would die, and, and Red Skull go- took forever to show up again. Right, and and even when he did, he was already he was a spirit. He was, yeah, he's it's not, past the whole villain he's not prime, corporeal he's primer. Yeah. So I think I think that's very interesting. Uh, David Harbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming back, uh, he jumped through. We we can assume in the uh, spoilers for uh, Stranger Things, but yeah. um, he jumped through that portal at the end. That's what we're thinking yeah. of the the last season, and he ended up in Russia, and then he became what is it, Red Guardian? I think is the character is. Yeah. Um, I think that's really really cool. I'm I'm gonna love seeing him. I'm turned into Hellboy in between. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we we don't know. He he he's been through a journey. He's been through a journey, but I think this is gonna be the way they introduce the second Black Widow. Yep. And she's going to take the place now of Natasha moving forward yep. on the Avengers movies and whatnot. So I think I think we might almost see like post Natasha's death. Then it's going to be like a story like showing like like almost yeah. like a, a retelling a memory of her like and that was her latest adventure when the last time they ran into Could each other. Could even be the after scene. Yeah, and then she takes up the mantle at yeah. the end. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they're going to go with that. But um, yeah, I, was, I just think Black well, it's very action packed. Yeah, it's very action packed, and again, I, I'm loving the fact we saw Captain Marvel, we saw saw Wonder Woman. It's just really the good female to empowerment. Me. Another like just like a strong female, you know, movie where it's like she's the lead, she's badass, she's sexy, she's smart, she's capable, she's intelligent. It looks like it's gonna have that Winter Soldier feeling. Absolutely, I agree. Of a spy agree. movie, like I, I think that's kind of where it's going. Um. But I is she is is, uh, is she going to do any more movies after this? Uh, for as far as Black Widow, I don't yeah. believe so. I think this is Scar- the, so Scarlett Johansson. That's why I think done. when they introduced uh, Yelena, I think it is. I believe um, I'm a little yeah. I'm a little uh, lost on. I'm not as current on the uh, Marvel side of the house with like there were multiple Contracts different Black Widow. No, but I'm saying in the comic book there were oh, multiple yeah. Black Widows. Yeah. I, I'm not as familiar with that, but I know that I believe she's the 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 girl the actor who's playing uh, Yelena is going to take over yeah. as the Black Widow. And they can always find a way to bring somebody back if they want. They, well, they have a time machine, and they already yeah. proved that they can pull from other times and it yeah. wouldn't affect the future. If they want the to future. bring Natasha back, they could. So I think that's, um, yeah, they can eventually do that. And, and I think, it, but I think for the time being, they don't want to, they, they don't want to short sell her sacrifice by yeah. just saying like, hey, she's back. And like it, it, they need the, the sacrifice to have weight yeah. for what she did to bring the universe back and to undo the snap or the blip or whatever you want to call it. Uh, speaking of female empowerment, though, let's move over from the MCU side to the DC side. Mm. Uh, what is it? Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. And the is it the Fantabulous? 
Pantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, something like that. Something like that. But it, it looks a little corny, but it looks... I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be over the top, similar yeah. to Suicide Squad, but I think it's going to be... Almost, Might be a little better. I think it's going to have more of a Deadpool vibe where it's yeah. going to be a lot of breaking of the fourth wall. Uh, I think it's going to be very, very interesting. I'm actually kind of pumped to see it. A lot of people are already like, eh, this looks stupid, this looks corny, this looks, you know... Well, nobody's given the DC universe right. a lot of credit. But again, we I thought Aquaman was really well done. Yeah. Wonder Woman was really well done. Parts they have of, ability. They just parts of Batman versus Superman. They, was, they stumbled. They stumbled with Batman and Superman, and that was the problem. But again, their character, uh, Ben Affleck's characterization of Bruce Wayne was great. Just uh, what the story wasn't told right. I, I just I think I think it was the darkness again. Of those I think movies, it's, it's those first couple much. movies. Yeah, I think you know Batman. I'm I'm totally fine with Wonder Woman. Was a little bit lighter. But again, going. I don't want to rehash this too much. But Superman has always been the beacon of hope. Yeah. Yes, it should be a little dark at times. He was times. a brooding Superman. Right. Like he should be the guy that yeah. like and again that I'm I'm okay and this is see this is why I feel like the I'm kind of like conflicted because I can say like oh this Jared Leto version Joker who's not yeah. what we expect but it's kind of like I want my my protagonist, my hero to be reflective of what I, you know, love about the comic books. The villains I feel like you can take a little bit yeah. more liberties yeah. with because the heroes, the characteristics in the end, the hero's the one that's going to save the day and win. So I want that hero to be recognizable yeah. to me and to me superman's supposed to inspire hope and i don't think they really and even if that's what they were going for even if it was a little nuanced or subtle i don't think i think you need to be a little bit more hit on the head with with that yeah and i think they they stumbled a little bit with the antagonists with lex with, with lex Luthor and and uh doomsday and and that kind of thing like i feel like they kind of just i think the story was very Gray. <laughs> yes. Well, to, to that, but to your point there, I think what the that movie could have done, and again, we're getting a little off topic here, but they could have done maybe a two arc movie with Lex Luthor and then creating Doomsday as the cliffhanger leading into the the yeah. sequel. You know, and then yeah. that's where you could you could do that. And uh, but again, you know, uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yep. Because uh, get it, we're in the year 2020. Uh-huh. Um, okay, real quick, but I want to talk about... Get to see about, the Huntress on screen. Yeah, Birds uh, Birds of Prey. Uh, it's going to be um, super, super awesome. Black, can- I, Black Canary, right? Black Canary, Huntress. Huntress um, uh, There's one more. There's at least one more. Renee Montoya and uh, uh, Cassandra Kane. Cassandra Kane. So I think it's going to be... It's a different version of Cassandra Kane. So again, I'm open to it <laughs> because the main characters are going to be Harley Quinn, but... KB, I don't know if you saw this. I posted it on For Your Geeks Instagram and I believe on Facebook, but did you ever watch Full House back in the day? Who, who didn't? Okay, so do you know that the Black Canary yep. in this movie was is played by the same actor that played Michelle's childhood friend, Denise? Oh. She's all grown up and she's playing the Black Canary. And it's like, I, to me, I was just like, that's Denise. But <laughs> I, I was like, I was waiting for Michelle to pop up and be like, you got it, dude. And But it never happened. We know Jay Free's been watching Fuller House. Uh, damn right I have. I love Stephanie Tanner. She's the best. <laughs> Even when she was a DJ and went by DJ Tanner, which was hilarious. That's a great <laughs> joke. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I think this is like, I know that they're talking about fatigue and burnout for superhero movies. I really think though, if a couple of these, they're doing different genres with New Mutants being more of yep. a, a horror genre and Birds of Prey breaking the fourth wall and... Almost Black Widow being more of a uh, action, you know. I think if they go, they continue to go this way and diversify it more, that 
they're here to stay, right? Because if you think about it, there are superheroes that we can talk about their stories and can be completely different from another superhero. Compare that to the country westerns of, of the past, right? Right. It was, it, what was it? It was shoot up the bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it was. Here you have these in-depth stories with all of these comic book characters that you can continuously change. I, what if we do, what if they bring in, like, uh, Man-Thing? Something like that, right? Totally different story that nobody's heard before and just throw it out there. And as long as they do a good job on it, it'll sell. Well, I think that's what Disney Plus is going to be for yeah. because I believe Disney Plus was coming out and saying the actual shows are going to be need to be viewed to understand parts of the movies. movies. So it's going to they be, may that may backfire on them though too. I, I mean, I don't cases. think I don't think it'll be big plot points, but I think it'll be like it'll be like references, kind of like yeah. with Agents of yeah. Shield when they like talk about something and then. Well, Agents of Shield used to do that whole after movie <laughs> Fallout kind of episode, right. and then they also had the episodes where. Uh, they were kind of happening at the same time as Winter as uh, Winter Soldier was. Uh, then they had the, the episode that was after Thor: Dark Worlds, the cleanup of, of London or whatever it was. So they do tie in. They did tie in a little bit more. Um, but speaking of that, I would really like to see Ghost Rider get back to the the, the, the Robbie Reyes version that they did in Shield. Do you think they would do that on MCU? a Disney Plus or Disney Plus or or because MCU you know or? you heard about the uh, Hawkeye series being yeah. postponed? Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I believe the rumblings, the rumors going on is that they're waiting for Haley Steinfeld to be available so they can work her in. Yeah. As Kate Bishop, I don't know if that's the case or not, but um, yeah, I know the Wanda Vision series is the next one that's going to be out. And it's going to coincide, I believe, with, with the, the Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange movie. Correct. So, see, that's the thing is, I don't want to. I, I I'd hate to have it be like where some people don't have Disney Plus. But whatever, I, I don't think then, it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be like a major, like super, like important to the plot. It might just be like, like you'll see, like for example, throwing this out there. I don't know anything, but maybe, maybe during the Doctor Strange movie, um, Wanda's going to be in it. Uh, yeah. What's her name? I uh, why can't I think of her name? Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, okay, yeah. I just like I was like blanking there for a second. Elizabeth Olsen's going to be in the Doctor Strange movie, but if this series comes out, maybe she has a mental breakdown in the WandaVision because we know Vision's yeah. gone. Yeah. So is if maybe she creates her own world where Vision's back and alive, and we know it's going to be Doctor like some Strange kind of weird. Get her out of it. Right, something. and so maybe it's going to be kind of like, for example, we know that the series looks like it's going to have almost like a I Love Lucy. Um, or Dick Van Dyke show type of. Do you think they would ever incorporate actual clips of said show I, well, into all, the movie? Yeah, it's all owned by Disney, so it's not like they have to do licensing with like you know the Marvel, ABC, yeah. or any of the you know producers. Enough clips to understand it where you didn't have to see the show. Yeah, I mean you could, yeah. and but again, even if you just say okay, like you watch the show and then you see Wanda's mind kind of go, and then the movie starts off with her off the deep end. You don't need to watch that to understand why she went off the deep end. You just know, like, here's where we're at. Yep. This is what Doctor Strange has to do to fix yeah. the issue. And we see the the culmination of why she's like that in the prequel, but you don't need yeah. to watch the prequels. In the movie, the prequels. it would just be all oh, the fallout from right, the exactly. snap or so, the whatever, or, or vision. Excellent, excellent. Well, stuff. we have some good vision for the future. And we're going to see how our predictive vision is when we come back from break and KB is going to give his WWE Royal Rumble predictions. All right, you run each match. You tell me each match and I'll make my prediction. We'll be back after this break. 
For Your Geek is proud to be part of the 4041 Media family. So check it out at 4041media.com and listen to Free Your Geek. Or if you're a fan of movies, check out Movie Theater Time Machine. Or if you want to know why some sickos do the crimes that they do, check out the Psych Your Crime podcast. 4041 Media by listeners for listeners. And welcome back to the Free Your Geek podcast. I am Jay Free. He is KB. And now we are rolling into some predictions. So for those wrestling fans, I want to give people the bow out if they're not wrestling fans right before the break. But for those of you that stuck around, KB is going to give some predictions. And we're going to talk about the WWE 2020 Royal Rumble. Start out with like the lowest match up to the main event. Well, we can we can talk about um, we can talk about some of the the matches. So let's talk about some of let's talk about a non-title match first. Yep. Roman couple. Reigns versus Baron Corbin or King Corbin. King Corbin. Oh, I like how you're already like correcting me. Like you're like, oh, I've been I've <laughs> been catching Corbin. up in the last couple of months. Um, Roman Reigns. I think that the whole dog food incident is it w- was really over the top. I think the Usos coming back was really big for the storyline as well. Um, and it's just one of those matches that I think is going to be excellent. And when they say any anywhere, you know. Yeah, falls count anywhere. Falls count anywhere. Concession stand, bathroom, parking yeah. lot. Yeah, I, I, I'm just curious to see where it goes. And I would just pick Roman Reigns in that kind of a fight over King Corbin. So of the non-title matches, that's probably, and I agree with you, I think Roman's going to take it. Um, let's talk about some of the other non-title match, which I believe is going to take place during the pre-show. Uh, Sheamus versus Chad Gable. I refuse to call him Shorty G. Uh, I love Sheamus. I think he's a hard hitter. I think Chad Gable is very athletic. He's an amateur wrestler. He was at the Olympics. Um, uh, I still a think, real wrestler. Right. Well, don't, I don't want to say real wrestler. I want to <laughs> say collegiate wrestler. Collegiate wrestler. He's, he's, but I, I, my, I'll go first. I'm going to say Sheamus because he's returning. Yeah. And I think, I think, yeah, it's they're just, not going to let Sheamus, they're not going to let Sheamus fall. I agree. Check with out, you. uh, actually, you know what? That's going to be one of our Cerebro, uh, recommendations. Cerebro suggestions. Check out the Celtic Warrior workout on YouTube. Every week, Sheamus works out with either another star or WWE superstar, and he does their gym routine with them. And, uh, the one I just saw recently, he does, 30-second burpees with Asuka, and then 30-second sit-ups with Asuka. So and it just keeps like, okay, 30 seconds of nonstop burpees, 30 seconds of sit-ups, 30 seconds of nonstop burpees, 30, and it just like kills him. And it's just like you see what all these other different athletes do for their training, and it's yeah. just like... Because they've all found what works for them. Exactly. So yeah. uh, that's pretty interesting. Um, the other one I think that's going to probably take place on the pre-show is the United States Championship match. Mm-hmm. Champion Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. Not really excited for this one. I, I, I'd say I'd say Andrade. I love Andrade. I think Andrade's like Andrade, a, Andrade, An- Andrade. What? However they say it. Yeah, he, the dude, uh, Andrade Cien Almas. I'll call him by his full name because they just call him Andrade now. But he, to me, is a star that's like star in the making. He's I can see him as a champ, like the the main champion one day. Um, Zelina Vega at his side, I think, is great. Now they might. Do I think Mysterio needs to be him though to get the title back. I disagree. I think Mysterio's on his way out. I think he his position right now is to put over some of the. He's quote unquote giving the rub to Umberto, mm-hmm. uh, and okay. uh, I, I I would like to see eventually a switch where Andrade turns babyface and Umberto turns heel and Zelina sl- uh, sides with. Umberto. Zelina slut. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. She's, I was gonna say slides. <laughs> 
KB, you're <laughs> that's okay. what I heard. Well, Go rewind it. Listen to it. You're a pervert, KB. Um, Zelina sides with Umberto, and I think he would be a great heel. And then the real life relationship between Char- Charlotte and Andrade could like they could partner up mm-hmm. and do do a whole power couple thing hmm. eventually. I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, so who do you have there? You say Andrade? Andrade? Yeah. Okay, we talked about Roman Reigns. Let's talk about the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans, I think they've been setting her up to 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 take the title. With the babyface turn with her being yeah. a real life Marine. Yeah. And, and I think the whole you know, US thing and I think I think there's gonna be some shenanigans and I think that Bailey's of course gonna, there is. Bailey's gonna end up walking away with it. But you say you say Lacey Evans. I think they I think they're setting up Lacey Evans for it. Yeah. I think they're setting her up for WrestleMania. I think that's that's the maybe it's a bigger draw yet. Well no, because then if she wins, isn't the winner of the Rumble face her at WrestleMania? Correct. That's that's a good point. Unless so, the, unless the woman the now winner, I don't know is Sa- Sasha and Bailey Sa- well Bailey's probably not in the Rumble, but Sasha Sasha is, is but the winner could also choose the Raw women's champion. So it could be a raw person and challenge for the raw women's champion, and then Bailey would still need a number number one contender regardless. Or, but but the real beef is with Sasha. True. So think about it. So, so if Sasha won the Rumble, then Lacey Evans won the title, then it's Sasha and Lacey. And okay, so you're saying Lacey? That's what I'm, that's where I'm going. Yeah. Well, we go from the SmackDown women's title to the Raw women's title. Becky Lynch versus Asuka. Becky's doodling. You think Asuka's been kicking her butt left and right? I love Asuka though. I, I think- do too. I do too. But I just think Becky's. Just on such a high right now, and yep. I think that she's she's the she's the people's champ. She's the man. Guy. She's the man. Exactly. She's the man. And I just feel like you know, like she said, Os- this is Oscar's the one woman that she can't seem to beat. Right. So and I think I, this, the storyline's there. So I and, think, and something's got to happen with the Green Mist shenanigans that that either Oscar gets it backfires on her somehow or something like that. Something, something like that's going to I say I want Asuka to win, but I agree with you. I think it's going to be Becky. And then I think Asuka and Kairi Sane, the Kabuki Warriors, are going to be facing, hopefully, the returning Iconics for the titles at WrestleMania. Because that would be something. I love the Iconics. I miss them. I want them on TV. They've been gone for almost four months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be Becky. I want Asuka, though, to win. Uh, speaking of, we have... The Universal Championship match, somebody that seems to have somebody else's number, mm-hmm. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, versus Daniel Bryan in a strap match. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. It could go any way. I, I mean, I, because I, I could see Daniel, I can see Daniel Bryan get, getting his revenge. And I can see that him getting the title would be, would be pretty, you know, that'd be the ultimate revenge, but I, I just don't see The Fiend losing. I agree. I, the only I way just I just don't see it happening. The only way I'd like to, if I, if I had the book, if I was booking it, what I think would be cool would be um, that Daniel Bryan wins because, again, it's a strap match, so maybe yeah. somehow the strap comes into play and it's it, that's The Fiend's undoing. Yeah. Then Brock Lesnar's running roughshod in the Royal Rumble. The Fiend enters the Royal Rumble, eliminates Brock Lesnar, and challenges Lesnar for the title at WrestleMania. That could, oh, that could happen too. Imagine imagine that. That would be kind of cool. The Fiend that like could happen. getting like 27 F5s and still getting up under that red light. Well, Corbin and Reigns got to go into that rumble. Yeah. Which is interesting. And we'll, we'll talk about any, uh, So we'll talk about that. So let's talk about the women's rumble. Yep. Who's your uh, pick on that? Sasha. You're saying Sasha? Yep. I'm thinking... For my Lacey Evans prediction from before. Okay. I'm going to guess... I'm going to go out on a... Or Charlotte. I'm going to go a surprise entrant. Who? Shayna Baszler. I'm predicting that Shayna Baszler enters the Rumble and challenges Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Mm. 
That's my because then I could see them working, bringing Ronda back, the the four horsewomen of MMA, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, Sasha and Bailey kind of swallow their pride and and the, or their egos get hurt. We're the real four horsewomen. Myself, Bailey, Becky, Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. We're the and then we had a, a horsewomen versus horsewomen match, which I think would be kind of cool too. Eventually, maybe SummerSlam. I don't know yeah. what they would do with that, but that's my that's my guess on that. And then we move to the men's Royal Rumble. Do you think we'll have any surprise entrants before you give a winner? I don't think so. No? I think there'll be one or two surprises. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, well, again, you're going to be listening to this after the Rumble, but there was rumors that both The Undertaker, who's from that area, obviously, mm-hmm. and MVP were going to be there. So MVP hasn't wrestled for WWE, I think, since like 2006 or seven, or maybe even 2008. So it's been a while for him. So I could see him doing like a surprise one time they they have a Shane Helms, so maybe we could see the Hurricane mm-hmm. show up. But I, I don't know um, any other big surprises unless they do some call ups from NXT, like maybe like Velveteen Dream or something like that. Yeah. Uh, who do you want to see win the Rumble, or do you think Lesnar's going to run through everybody? <laughs> I think that's a possibility. I really think that that's a possibility with Brock Lesnar, and and honestly, he's he's probably by pick. Even though he's number one, he's probably my pick. So you're going Lesnar? Yeah, I'm going to go Lesnar. Uh I don't know. I was talking with uh, my buddy JB, and he he and I both agree that we'd like, love to see Drew McIntyre win. Yes, I think he's Drew, another I think, one. I think, think Drew is absolutely due for a run with a title. Uh, uh, some other guys that I would put as possible for me would be yeah. Braun Strowman. 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 Um, Alistair Black. Yep, Al- Alistair Black. I love Alistair Black. He's great. He's, he's fantastic. Him and those Buddy Murphy matches that yeah. he's had. And I'm, I'm loving what they're doing with oh, Buddy Murphy yes. now, too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, so those guys, but you know, I think my pick is still Lesnar. I think he's going to come through with that. I would love to see. They got to make him like the ultimate champion before somebody beats him. I'm and going, he, I'm going out on a limb. Uh, I don't know if he's in there cause I'm looking at the list right now. Is Randy Orton him. in there? Orton is in there. AJ Styles. I'm going to go with though. If he's in it, I can't see where he is. Oh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. I, I would Samoa love Joe. to see Joe and Lesnar at WrestleMania. Joe can talk people, or even Kevin Owens. Yeah. Like, those are my two guys right now on Raw. I like that they're working together. Yeah. I, th- I think they're both great talkers. So, I don't know. It's anybody's guess. Yeah. But well, that's uh, what makes it exciting. Yeah. So, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, we're going to go watch the pre show now. So, thank you, KB, for your uh, triumph. Yeah, and man. Return. You must be excited. I'm into wrestling. Yeah. No, it's good. It's something else for you How to talk How many wrestling about. shows did I miss? <laughs> over yeah, the years uh, well I mean I try to do it sparingly like I, I want to make sure that everybody gets their own yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah. like that's that's kind of like um, uh, a thing that I enjoy to, like watching it's it's a passion of mine it's something yeah. I geek out about if you will but I think larger audience that listens to the show might not be huge yeah. wrestling fans so I try to do it sporadically yeah. um, just to work it in but I, I just I, I like doing I've loved been doing like I mean these, it's storytelling yeah. all it is it is. It true. Totally is. And speaking of storytelling, that's what I kind of get into. Yeah. Um, specifically, recently, like I've been doing a lot more interviews for the podcast as mm-hmm. opposed to just all news newsworthy stuff. Yeah. And I want to continue to do that occasionally too. So maybe like a breakdown, maybe like one one interview a month. And, and just before we go, uh, thoughts to Kobe Bryant's family, him and his family. Yeah. It's, Today uh, is we're recording. We just found that out. Yeah, a few hours ago. A few it's, hours ago. Uh, KB, I know you're a big basketball fan. I was. I was never. Really into basketball. I'm I not mean, a Celtics he, person. He was he was not just a great basketball player, and I know like he had his his legal issues, but you know before the everybody remembers the the case in Colorado, whatever. Um, but he 
wrote a children's book. He he he's won uh, what is it? Uh, not 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 Emmys. He's won um, for writing. He's he, he's he, in, in shows. He's he's won like he's just he was such a he was so much more than basketball. And most people are just can remember the basketball. And uh, people need to remember that you know some of these stars they really use their platform to do some good things, and we just don't see it sometimes. Right. And you know, thank God his wife wasn't on there as well because right, he, he has his he's kids with the and wife everything. And he's got four kids, yeah, I think, so. yeah. So she wasn't on. She wasn't on there. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just a sad day for for the NBA. It and, is, and it's 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 very sad, um, somber. Uh, not to go out on a down note, but you know, it's just one of those things where you, you know life is fleeting. So yeah. uh, live every day, yeah, that you can, and live the best life that you do. Can. The things that you love too, like geek out about. And, and, and appreciate the things that you, you love to do. Um, not just, not just, I mean, obviously appreciate your family and your friends, but appreciate the, enjoy, really enjoy your life. Well, and, and, and that, I think it comes down to like, enjoy who you are. Who you are. Enjoy being Be true to who yourself you are and, yeah. and just live your life with no regrets. Exactly. Live your life just being happy. Be as happy as you can be. And it's interesting because we talked about, when we were talking about the new Mutants trailer, like we talking about yeah. mental health. Like yeah. overall, I'm a big proponent for mental health and and, and going to therapy yeah. and just being happy. And, and, and as you know, I, I've had, I have my struggles with, with, with my mental health and um, I'm, I'm happy that today it's in the forefront of things. Well, that, yeah, because again, you know, somebody, like you said, somebody who did so, so good outside of just like, hey, he was a great athlete. He was yeah. a great basketball player. He did so much for the community. Yeah. He has like, you know, four children. Yeah. Uh, and again, he was doing so much more. He was trying to give back, yeah. for lack of better terms. It's something that, you know, no, and he didn't, it wasn't like a sickness. It wasn't an no. illness. No. It was something non So unexpected. And it was, it was a tragic accident. So again, it's like with, when stuff like that happens, it kind of puts in a perspective like, hey, you know, any day could be your last. So why yeah. live anything but happy? Yeah. So that's our final thought to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to go out on a... We don't want to go on a bummer, but... Uh, had to be said. Yeah. Uh, and so thank you all for joining us on this edition of Free Your Geek. Um, KB, hit him with a catchphrase. Get your geek on. Bye, everybody. You're still here. It's over. Go home.